Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Well, happy early Mother's Day. And this is just kind of like a little PSA that Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. So maybe now would be a good time to like drop the card in the mail if mom doesn't live close by so that mm-hmm. it gets there in time. But what about you, Mary Ellen? What are you doing for Mother's Day weekend? Any big festivities planned? Well, I'm lucky enough to live close to my mom and close to my mother-in-law. And my kids are both around. So it's going to be a great Mother's oh, Day nice. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, because your son just graduated from college. So would he normally be back in town for Mother's Day, or this is just kind of special because the timing all worked out at the same time? Yeah, it's kind of working out because he's now wrapped up college, but finishing an internship in the area, so he's been around. So yeah, nice. it's it's all working out. Nice. So I will not be seeing my mom in person Mother's Day this Sunday, but then I'm going to see her at the end of the month. So Alex told me last week, he said, oh, I got your mom a really nice Mother's Day card, and I dropped it in the mail for her. Now, keep in mind, we got married in the end of March, and he's still living in Ohio. I'm still living in Green Bay. We haven't merged households yet. My mom still lives in Ohio. So we're like just a mess. But I said to him, I said, oh, that's nice. Did you sign my name on it? He's like, well, no, I don't you always get her something? And I said, well, yeah, I always get her something. But usually for Mother's Day or Father's Day, if I know I'm going to see them, I don't mail it because I know we'll just celebrate again a few weeks later. And so I'm going to be seeing all of them around Memorial Weekend. And I said, so she's going to get this card from her son-in-law and go, oh, look how nice. Alex sent me a card. My daughter didn't. I'm like, why wouldn't you sign my name? He's like, get your own card. I'm like, that's not how this works. You guys have some, some things to work out in this this non-traditional so. marriage that you have going on, right? I, I love know. it. The long so distance. Eddie, yeah, she gets the card yesterday and calls me and goes, Alex sent me the nicest card. I said, my name should have been on there. She's like, well, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, I know it wasn't. Oh, now you guys have Father's Day coming up. You've got until the yeah. middle of June to get your act together on that. What's the plan? Is he going to send your dad a card? Can he, will he Apparently, put your name on yeah. it? You guys need to talk this out in advance. So, yeah, you're off to a little bit of a questionable start with the holiday gift giving. Great start. (laughs) Live from the shores of Footless. It's the only morning show in my life. Q102. Oh, I love you guys. I'm going to tell you what. This is how I envision the hardcore Taylor Swift fans. And I used to think I was one. I used to think you were, Mary Ellen. Mm -hmm. But I know you and I can't even. No, I don't think so because I like a lot of serial killer murder mystery type of movies and so picture the scene from one of those movies where the detective for years and years just has a whole wall in his home where there's pictures and news articles and then the strings attached like this connects that to this and they're trying to solve the crime that's what these hardcore taylor swift fans i believe have in their living room just a wall of oh this easter egg matches up with that because they predicted when her new album speak now the taylor remake version Mm -hmm. was going to come out on july 7th because it was national koi fish day and in the past three videos that she released there were little pictures of koi fish how you put that together i have no (laughs) idea but here's the latest now there is a new book that i guess is selling like crazy on amazon but it's a mystery author it is kind of a weird mystery title and they say that it will be released in July. Also, the working title right now is called 4C, Untitled, Flatiron, Nonfiction, Summer 2023. And it's currently the number one bestseller on Amazon's book section and in Barnes and Noble's Coming Soon section because Taylor Swift fans are saying, oh no, 
This is a Taylor Swift book, and here's what they've concluded. Why? 544 pages. That's how long this book is. Okay. Which I would look at that book and go, okay, that's a decent coffee table book, or that's going to be a big read. Maybe don't take that one in the bathtub, because that's a lot to hold up (laughs) while you're taking your bubble bath. But they say if you add all those numbers... Five, four, four. Add that together. That becomes 13, which is Taylor's lucky number. Mm. Okay. (laughs) They also say that the release date is set for July 9th. And that's a lyric from her 2010 song, Last Kiss. The lyric in that song goes, that July 9th, the beat of your heart. Who sits and combs through? Who has time to comb through the lyrics and go, oh, it's all coming together. And here's the other thing. All these Easter eggs pointing towards Taylor Swift is that she has not yet wrote a book. And so this would make sense because her new album comes out in July. And then this book can go along with the new album. And Variety says, while they are not for certain that the mystery author is not Taylor Swift, they are saying that you may want to cancel your pending pre-orders if your heart is set <laughs> on having Taylor Swift be the author. And I guess that's the, how much is the book? Let's find, let me click Oh, in that here. would be interesting. Okay, you know. can, and whoever yeah, has the this price, book, they're going to be selling. This is so funny. They're going to be making just a ton of money off of the Taylor Swift fans because they're thinking, right. yeah, this is so, if I mean, it's, it's going to work out good for whoever this is. Now here's, here's, okay, list for, f- I guess, list price is 45. Right Ooh. now online, you can get it for 27. Okay. But yeah, if you, if you think it's going to be Taylor's book and it's not, and it's like gardening for dummies and you, <laughs> you don't want to garden, now you're uh-huh. stuck with this book that. Right. You can't mm, return I books, can you? No. This, I, well, I, <laughs> I mean, maybe this reminds me of back when I was in school and I don't know if they still do this, but it was, I wanted to say book it. That was not the program. That was if you read and then you got the little stamps on your pen and then you could go get the personal pan pizza. But this was <laughs> the little uh. flimsy paper that you could order posters and books. And then there was like the mystery package. And that was like, oh, for $2, you got a couple mystery books oh, in maybe a bag. Like and the- so. Scholastic book fair or something yes, like yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. That was it. So that's one thing. But to order another book hmm. for that. Let's say you pay full price, 45 bucks for a mystery book that you think is going to be a Taylor Swift book. And it's not, I don't know that I would go for the mystery book bag on that one. Yeah. I think I would wait till it comes out and then, you know, order if you still want it. Okay. I think you're right. We're not as big of Taylor. I mean, no. we love Taylor Swift, but we are not digging as deep as these people are, but I did put together <laughs> no. a connection. Listen to this. Okay. Taylor Swift released her midnight album on my birthday. October 21st. Taylor Swift is releasing Taylor's version of Speak Now on your birthday, July 7th. So I feel like Taylor Swift is channeling our love of her, our, you know, friendship, even though we've never. It's her gift to us. Yes. So I think we are better Swifties than these people. Than we think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, they can figure all this stuff out, but she's releasing albums for our birthdays. So we're definitely, yeah, it's for us. See, even I didn't put that together. So yep. maybe I'm just the worst detective ever. No, I remembered. I'm like, wait a minute. My birthday, your birth. See, there's a pattern here. She mm-hmm. cares about right. us. You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show. And here's a few things you need to know. Let's talk about s'mores. It is getting to be s'more season around the campfire. And just in time for camping season, Jet Puff is releasing a color-changing marshmallow that once exposed to heat... And you could do that with campfire or if you stick it in the microwave, make yeah. s'mores in the kitchen. These marshmallows quickly change from blue to green or pink to orange. Aww. I don't know if it does that to show, okay, now it's done. 
Mine turn from white to black, usually when I'm making s'mores, because I like them real toasty oh, on the no. campfire, but that's probably not by design. That's just because I toast them really, really well. You know what? This is off on a tangent, but I just saw someone share, you take like a sugar ice cream cone, like a waffle cone. Okay. And then okay. you put the marshmallows inside it, and then maybe the chocolate and whatever you want to heat up with it to make a, a little bar and then you like put it in tin foil yeah you can put it on the campfire and then you open it up and you've got this ooey gooey goodness like a different kind of version of a s'more but in a cone a isn't that Look smart you marry oh in this the kitchen is a little with bonus in the kitchen yeah. tip today yeah yeah <laughs> all right i, I, I like that. <laughs> it wasn't my idea but i thought it looked good you're waking up with the q102 morning show they say that October is becoming the new big, huge wedding month of 2023 and kind of continuing on. But I May is still really, really busy for weddings. And I don't know if you have any invites for weddings this year or know anybody that's getting married, but I have a lot of them. This kind of kicks off my big officiant wedding season. But Mary Ellen, I've I'm trying to think of how many weddings over the course of when I started. I'm probably up to like 50-some weddings wow. that I've done already. Yeah. And it started with my cousin from Ohio. She called me the one day. She's like, you may know who I'm kind of dating. He went to school with you. And I thought, oh, boy, this, this could go a lot of different directions. Who is it? Let me brace myself. But it turned out he was a really nice guy. Good. So next time I was home, they were engaged. They said, you should get ordained and marry us. And I thought, you probably want a professional to do that so you have a legitimate marriage. Like, you, that's kind of like a whole legal thing. I don't think I'm qualified. Kind of joked around about it. The next time I came home, they talked about it again. I mm-hmm. said, oh, we're serious. I don't know about this. So I ended up going through the process. It really wasn't that hard. And after their wedding, which would have been my very first, mm-hmm. her mom, which would be my aunt, came up and she said, well, we were all taking bets that this would either be the best wedding ceremony we've ever heard or the worst <laughs> because you would cry through the whole thing and nobody would be able to understand a word you said. And she kind of laughed. She said, I lost. You didn't cry at all. How? You cry opening Christmas presents. You cry in <laughs> commercials. How did you not cry? And I said, well, it was really hard because I knew both of them really well from, you know, one I'm related to the other I went to school with right. many, many years. I said, well, I had to get real dead inside and just go into work mode and pretend I didn't know these people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after the ceremony, blubbery mess. Father, daughter, dance, I'm balling like the roll rest of the night. I'm a mess. So all those weddings later then, when I'm marrying kind of perfect strangers that I've gotten to know over the course of, you know, their wedding planning process, I've never really been nervous that I was going to have, you know, a breakdown moment in their ceremony, except for one I have coming up this weekend. Why? And What's... the reason is, yeah, so, you know... Uh, traditional part of every ceremony is some type of ring exchange. I mean, most all of the ceremonies that I've done have done the, the traditional, you know, ring on each finger and then your vows sure. and all that. This this one's going to be a little bit different because the groom's ring was actually passed down from his grandpa, who's no longer with us, but the grandma is going to be there as a guest for the wedding. And inside his oh. ring is their initials and their wedding date inscribed in there. And then they also put... The current couple, you know, bride and groom, their initials and wedding date all engraved oh. inside the ring. And so I'm going to have to somehow say that <laughs> and Without. not start crying. And I was just kind of, you know, putting the finishing touches on the script because their wedding is on Saturday. And so I thought, I'll just run through, you know, real quick. And oh, I was getting all choked up. And I thought, I cannot, this cannot be the, this the moment the one that, that I... Yeah. takes you down oh my gosh well just even you sharing that right now hearing you explain how special this is i'm getting weepy I thinking know. about it 
Oh, and I just thought, I, I gotta keep it together for grandma. I gotta keep it together for this couple so everybody at least can hear why the ring is so special. But I'm having a moment already. So I'm a little nervous going into this weekend. Pray for me, right? They, they'll (laughs) understand if you get a little tear. Just don't go full on ugly cry, but like if you have a few tears. Yeah. Like all 50 ceremonies worth of bottling it up are going to come out on Saturday. Yes. And then people will be giving reviews of Married by McKenna. And she yeah. totally lost it. She couldn't even continue yeah, talking. I don't know what her problem was. <laughs> she was having a breakdown. Oh, my gosh. Q102. Q102. It is National Eat What You Want Day, which just sounds fun, right? Throw out all the rules. And so today for Match Laura, we're giving away that Carnuba car wash from Waltz. And I decided to ask Laura, if you could eat only one particular candy, what would it be? And your guesses are trying to match Laura. It was very specific when I wrote this down, but it's like you all know me or something because a lot of good guesses. Would I turn down a peanut butter cup? Nope. A lot of guesses coming in, but that that is not what I wrote down. Ryan said caramello. I have not had a caramello bar for many years, but ooh, I remember that soft caramel and then you bite into it and it kind of mm. strings all over your yes. chin. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, totally over yeah. your chin. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Even there was a, a text coming in for Kit Kat. I mean, I wouldn't pass it up, but that wouldn't be my go-to grab out of a mixed candy bag. And then Zach said bit of honey. Mm. I don't know if I've ever tried one of those, mm. but I wouldn't be opposed. I do like honey a lot. I like that flavor, it's a but pass. that would not be my go-to. Yeah, it's a pass I am for me. really surprised that nobody said a Cadbury cream egg, but I guess you all know me better than I know myself because I didn't write that down. Yeah. What I wrote down was specifically peanut M&Ms. Ooh. I could eat the, you know how they have the, the single serving size and then they have the share size. And then they have the party set. I could eat whatever that gigantic size is oh, yeah. if I let myself. So I have to I have to hide it, kind of. Like, I buy the bag, I eat some, and then I go, okay, I'm going to stash this away, close the cupboard door, pretend I don't have it. Pretty soon I'm back in the kitchen going, well, just, you know, like one more. One. I'm the only person in this house, and I will eat the whole <laughs> bag of peanut M&M's. Well, I like peanut M&M's, too. We're kind of thinking on the same wavelength. If I could only have one candy, but for me, it would probably be peanut butter M&M's. They okay. just melt in your mouth. Oh my gosh, that's not well, their tagline. Tra- that's Reese's, isn't it? Or I don't know, but it, but it's so <laughs> probably. <good. laughs> Do you, did you ever try the caramel M and M's? Those came out a few years ago, and when they did, I thought, okay, I'll give these a whirl. Yeah. Instead of my go-to peanut M and M, I'll try these. Oh, those were good. And now they have the cold brew caramel M and M's. Oh, in like a tan, light tan brown bag. Oh, don't. Don't try them. If you like coffee and you like caramel, don't even do it because you will eat the entire bag. But my go-to for sure, peanut M&M. So who's our big winner today? Oh, let's see. Congratulations, Lauren from Madison, who answered the first closest to you with the M&M. So way to go, Lauren. You're going to get to enjoy that Carnuba car wash from Waltz. And now I was curious as you were listing off more and more flavors of M&Ms. I'm sure there's ones I don't even so know about. Bad. So I just looked it up. How many flavors of M&Ms are there? What do you think? How many things? Too many. So this, I don't uh, know if this is even updated, but... There says that there's like a jalapeno. Is that real? A jalapeno? Yeah. Pumpkin spice, crispy pretzel, mint. Okay. So there's so many. It says there are just under 50 different variations. Wow. We have a lot. We have a lot of taste testing to do. We're we're behind (laughs) on the flavors. Maybe that can be our project for the rest of today. Q102. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Flo is in there. Making something. Always learning. 
Since this this budget oh, yeah. is getting out of control, I you know got, we hired your own jingle for in the and everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big deal. Okay, this, yeah, we had to do it up big because you are going to come in on Mother's Day looking like the grand champion of making Mother's Day dinner. Okay, so if right at this point you're like, I don't know what to make. Should we grill out? Should we take mom out? The fine print of this is that mom cannot make this for herself. It's her day on Sunday. So whoever's listening, they can throw this together. And by throw it together, it's really not that hard. It has a long name, but it happens to be one of my mom's favorites. And so I think that your mom will like it too. So it is spinach and roasted red pepper lasagna Alfredo roll-ups. You don't have to remember that. All you have to know is that it's going to be a family favorite around the table. And so basically what it is, picture a lasagna, how you would normally make lasagna with the noodles. You would lay them flat across and then layer your stuff in a lasagna. Okay. But in this case, you're going to make your filling with the roasted red pepper and the spinach. And so you're going to roll that up in a lasagna noodle. So when you serve it, everybody kind of gets their own little roll-up on the plate. But it will have the Alfredo flavor and the roasted red pepper flavor, which doesn't mean it's spicy. Just think of a red bell pepper. And so you're going to get that flavor in there and the spinach. It's really, really good. And it's really, really easy. And I talked before about an immersion blender. If you have one of those, you can do that instead of the blender step that you'll see in there. So it's going to be a little bit more work than just kind of throwing lasagna in a pan, layering it up. But it's not a ton of work. So do not let the long name or the Uh multiple steps fool you. You'll kind of do one step, then move to the other step as this step is cooking and simmering and all that kind of stuff. But your mom is going to go, oh, wow, this is really good. Now, if you want to claim that you came up with the recipe on your own, I'm not going to tell anybody. But if you want the easy to follow in ingredients and steps and all that, you can find that at 1025fm.com. Even Mary Ellen, who will oh. not be doing cooking on Sunday because she is a mom and she deserves to be treated. Even you could you could break into the uh, cooking in your household with this recipe. It's really not that hard. I was going to say, I'm probably the only mom who should do some cooking on Mother's Day just to make up for, for all the other days for my family when I don't do any cooking. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.